Hello and welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, aliens, psychics, religion, new age, awakening, ascension, starseeds, channeling, holistic health, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, while other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's modern world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelyleah.com or at thelovelyleah on Instagram so we can connect. Become a Patreon supporter to get access to behind the scenes of our guests, freebies, early access to new episodes, discounts on merch, and more. Have you ever asked yourself, what is a good life? This is a question I've been asking myself a lot lately. We often get caught up in trying to manifest the perfect life. But are we clear on what that actually is? I bring you my new class, The Good Life Project, how to love the life you have while manifesting the life that you want. This class is the perfect bridge between mindset and manifestation, teaching you how to access deep clarity of what makes a good life for you and anchoring you in a clear framework that makes it easy for you to see what you'd like to manifest for the future. This class covers what is manifestation and dispelling many common myths about it, how to determine your maxims for a good life, how to figure out where you're starting from so you know where to go, how to deepen the clarity of the picture you have for your life, how to identify limiting beliefs and how to overcome them, how to use your growth to get better results and the integration process, how to notice more magic in your life so you start attracting more in it, and identifying the real role manifestation plays in your life and the purpose it serves. I jam-packed this course in a very direct and concise format so you can get real value that could change your mindset and transform your life in under three hours of content. Most people are looking for someone to give them clarity and guidance, and I'm trying to help you find that within yourself. By learning my method, you'll be able to adjust your perspective to what really matters in your life and get laser-focused on what you'd like to manifest long-term. You can find out more information at thelovelyalia.com or you can go straight to spiritualshitschool.com and check out the many courses we offer. Hello and welcome to the new year. Welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm your host, Alia Lovely, and... I'm just going to do a few announcements before we get into today's episode. Number one, I hope you had a safe and wonderful new year. Uh, it's my favorite holiday and there are loads of reasons why, but I hope that you also enjoyed it and that you are being gentle and amazing to yourself today. The next thing is, is that I have a few things and offerings to give you. Um, the first one is, is my new workshop called the good life project, how to love the life you have while manifesting the life you want. It is currently up at spiritualshitschool.com. So if you want to check that out, there's loads of things that that has to offer you. You can check it out in the show notes, but if you're in the process of trying to learn more about meaningful manifestation, not like the surface level, I'm just trying to get money or a partner or something like that, like deep into your own discovery that will teach you how to live a good life on your terms. That is the workshop for you. It's $149. We did have a discount. It just expired, but, but I promise you it is worth it. It's absolutely worth it. I stand by it. Um, the next thing I have is a coupon for 25% off of my readings and intuitive consulting. It's over at the website, thelovelyalia.com. I'm not going to talk much about it because it's all, all the information is there for you. 
the last thing is, is that we have spots open in our mystery school for the new year. If you are interested in uh, finding a community of mystics and other people that are like-minded that you can ask any questions about spirituality and form bonds with other people who are in the same spaces as you, then go ahead and check that out. You can go to patreon.com slash the lovely Alia to read more about it. So that's enough for the announcements. This episode I wrote today, like today is January 1st. As I'm recording it, you will see this episode today in real time um, because I thought it was important. I think it's a message that a lot of people need to hear. And, you know, I could be mistaken, but I think that we're really hard on ourselves at the beginning of a new year about what I th- we think we need to be doing. And a lot of it comes from that kind of grind of our capitalistic structure. We need to be better. We need to be progressing and so on. And like, that's all fine and good. And that's amazing. And if you've got goals and things you want to conquer, amazing. You know, we're not saying don't go and follow through with those. But what I'm saying is, is that, well, you'll see what I'm saying here in a second. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that it's, it's a time where we can be very unforgiving to ourselves and in a time where we're experiencing maybe a lot of pain or suffering, that there is a perspective that can offer us a lot more grace moving forward that would help us essentially initiate a better life for ourselves in a way that's not the way that you have been traditionally taught. So dig right in. I hope you enjoy it. Let me know what you thought about the episode and let's get into it right now. Welcome to your new year brought with all of its preconceived notions on how we might change or the hopes we might achieve. The new year is a special time where we start back at number one and get a chance to reveal the next layer of whom we're meant to become. But often at the beginning, we forget that there is a middle and several endings that hit us before the year is over. And during the parts that are not so hopeful or glamorous, or we failed on our commitments, or we didn't achieve what we had hoped, We forget that every new year is still progress. Every new year is still revealing to you who you are, despite what you've come to expect. And if you're blessed to wake up each new year, then you have a lot to be thankful for. Let me let you in on a little secret. You are always becoming who you are meant to become. Some might think that's nonsense, but let me give you my reasoning behind that. We tend to look at life in a very binary way measuring its successes against its failures and believing that the successes or the proverbial wins are the only ones that really matter. But it's in our failures, likely more than our successes, that we find our true center. We find the areas of our life that are chalked with shame, guilt, self-hate, disappointment, trauma, quite plainly pain. And it's in those moments that we really start to find parts of ourselves that we hide away that are overlooked, pushed down, ignored, shielded, and underexplored. We learn that we are not made up of sugar and spice and everything nice. (laughs) No, rather, we are a mix of dark and light, daytime and night, and the yin and yang that's meant to work together in the balance of our human life. If you are a human, then pain is inevitable. You will experience suffering in one form or another, And we have been taught to avoid suffering at all costs instead of learning to work with it. While suffering may not be the point of the human existence, it sure is a tool in developing you into who you are meant to become. 
How do you treat yourself or your life when you come upon something challenging or difficult? How do you respond and what wounds need tending to that have continued to go ignored? I've seen people who chronically, chronically ignore their pain. They walk around with this uh, heavy shield, defensive, ready to pounce on anyone to protect a wound that they won't tend to. It could be as small as a thorn in their side and they will have cursed the world for years or even lifetimes because of what the world did to them. It then becomes everyone else's responsibility in their life to try to tend to that wound, work around their wound, but it never works because they themselves won't look at it. So they will never know the extent of their pain and the sheer extent of their potential and thus will walk the earth with the thorn in their side with the scars growing thickly around it with every wince, not knowing they could simply remove it and let themselves heal. The thorn in their story is their suffering. The thorn in this story is our suffering. But what we do with the thorn is actually the real test. We can't avoid the thorns in our world, but what we can do with them is entirely up to us because Suffering tells us that there's a different reality we could have. We just need to decide what to do with it. I've had moments in my life that have been extremely painful and traumatic. Following a breakup of a relationship that was just cycles of torture, I found spirituality. Without the pain that I'd gone through, I don't know if I would have sought out spirituality like I had. I began this deep dive into any and everything that I can get my hands on sound baths, medium readings. I had a shopping addiction of a crystal collection that kept growing, each one of them providing me the healing that I didn't know I could do myself. I became a spiritual junkie, quite literally, addicted to the high of what I thought was healing me. And to some degree, the search of truth spurred my career, providing me the platform to speak to all of you wonderful people and gave me an understanding for my world that I never thought I would acquire. But as you all know, it doesn't stop there. With each new year, I had more questions that I was finding that left me answerless as I could not ever fully have the answers I was searching for while in this human experience. I found suffering and spirituality as I was trying to escape my own thorns with crystals and readings and expert interviews that acted more like band-aids, not realizing I was ignoring my voice within. I was ignoring the healing that needed to transpire. Some people suffer under mental illness, under terrorist regimes, under racism and oppressive partners, economic stress, parenting chaos, under perfectionism, disabilities, homophobia, lack of access to basic needs, and the list can go on. There are all of these and more, so everyone has something that they're dealing with. This is what we have most in common with everyone else, when we look outside of ourselves and recognize that this is the human condition. The rich person in the yacht may be suffering as much as the homeless person in the street. Some may scoff at this imaginary example, but you never know the demons someone may be fighting within their own life. This is why it's important to never measure your successes or your failures based off of what you see in someone else's life. To never wish for someone else's life because you may not want their thorns. What does this have to do with the new year? Well, if we want to suffer less, we need to give ourselves more grace. Grace to me is the pure magic that helps us become who we're meant to become. 
Suffering is unavoidable, but suffering is like making a cake and grace is the frosting on top that smooths over the imperfections that we may be constantly criticizing. So you broke your diet. You're human. Try again tomorrow. So you didn't finish that book by midnight of December 31st, 2023, but you got down 20,000 words. Good job. Grace is the mechanism that keeps us from self-sabotaging and returning to the wound. Some of us are used to quote unquote failing and then using that instance to justify why we won't continue on the path to who we're meant to become. Because changing and expanding is also a type of suffering. Not the thorn type of suffering, but the antiseptic type, right? The cleansing process like growth, expansion, and maturity all come at a price. You remember falling down and scraping your knee when you were little and not wanting to let your parent or caregiver put alcohol on it because it would burn? It's a lot like that. They require effort and change isn't easy. Some of us would rather choose the suffering we know, the thorn, versus the suffering we don't, the burn. There is a comfort level, the homeostasis that our ego feels safe in. So some of us with that thorn in our side get used to that kind of pain and we don't want to trade it for the other. It can even become an identity for us. Hello, my name is Alia and I have a thorn in my side. No one should live a life defined by their pain, but we do. Even through the pain, we are always becoming who we're meant to become, even if that means eventually. Now, for some of us, you may be thinking, but like how? How can people operate like that and become who they're meant to become? To ask that question, we first have to ask, what do we think when we think about who someone's meant to be? Often we think of progressive, good-natured people who are intent on learning about themselves and healing their shadows so they can become good members of society. But the universe is vast, and if we're all facets of the universe, well, then there must be teachers and students, villains and victors, and any other binary of light and dark you can think of. The more enlightened we become, the more shadows we can cast. So often, if you're peeling back a layer, no one is doing that voluntarily. There's often a catalyst that shows up in the form of a thorn or a person unwilling to move their thorn, <laughs> causing you suffering so you can peel back a layer to become what you're meant to become. You might discover things that you didn't know about yourself that you are frightened or delighted by. And in that discovery process, it's my belief that as humans, we are really just gardeners. We get impaled by thorns, but we also dig deep into the earth to plant beauty that is meant to bloom above the surface. We may kill plants. We may get our knees dirty, our hands dirty. We will make mistakes while also growing unimaginable beauty. If you think of a gardener's purpose, they plant seeds to watch them grow. They dig out, of, they dig out the weeds, tend to the earth, and while they may get hurt doing so, they continue on because the tiny bloom of a seedling is worth it. At the new year, often what happens is we planted something new in a season that it wasn't ripe for, and we got pricked for our efforts just to watch it all die. I say, give yourself the grace to know that perhaps it wasn't the right time, or you needed more practice, or maybe you started digging before the ground was ripe enough for a harvest. This knowledge helps you on the road to becoming who you're meant to become, all which, in my opinion, is quite simply an expressed human. The world isn't a fair or just place, so your intention on becoming a perfect version of a human is unrealistic and unfair at best to yourself. Progress is beautiful. Goals are wonderful. Growth is life-giving, but it's not meant to be constant. 
Starting something new in the wintertime is hard enough, but to let that determine your worth after all you've been through is downright mean to yourself. You are already becoming who you're meant to become through the series of challenges this earth will put you through. So if you don't give yourself some grace, each coming year will feel like a contest to see if you measure up to last year with the unfair disadvantage of not knowing what thorns may come your way. You are going to fail. Simple as that. I know you might not want to hear that, but it's true. But if you can give yourself grace in knowing that failure is just a part of the process, I hope that will keep you from clouding your brain with shame and insecurity when it's just a natural part of the human experience. It's painful. It's chaotic and somehow unimaginably beautiful all at the same time. If you understand that with this life comes all the facets of the rainbow, then you'll be more equipped to handle any thorn that comes your way. The biggest part of this is that you get to choose who you're meant to become. I used to think that there was this pie in the sky type of God or spirit that had somewhere along the lines determined my purpose and what I meant to do on this earth. And in some ways that beliefs has still transpired through a different lens of higher self, spiritual contracts and the like. So it's possible that I decided before I came here what I would like to become and have chosen very specific pathways that move through to get me there. But I can't guarantee that. So what I'm learning is that anything that I've decided I wanted to do with full vigor, I've gotten to experience in one way or another. Not often in the way that I expected, but I was able to find purpose and meaning despite the category. The flexibility that I have found in that is so groundbreaking. I no longer ask the question of what is my purpose because the sheer amount of abundance of life experiences this earth has to offer. My purpose of being a good human seems to be enough. Now this may be different for you, but when I stopped quantifying my worth based off of my income, my physical appearance, my popularity in the digital sphere, and started focusing on my meaning of what a good human is, it became a game changer for me. I decided that my purpose was to be a good human, not a perfect human, not the sexiest human, not the richest human, not the most popular human, not the bravest human, not the most enlightened human, but to be simply just a good human. And by my definition is to see light in others that I wish to see in myself to give grace to others in the ways that I need to give grace to myself, to offer service to others where I can and boundary myself where I need, to be good to myself and others, and not to make it more complicated than that. I think our spirit longs for that type of simplicity I'm talking about. And while I'm still very much on the road to becoming a good human as it's a lifelong process, to incarnate in this body means to be in the body, to be present with every instance that we encounter, even if some of them are ugly and painful. I've heard some people talk about remembering their pre-life memories, and while I can't verify the truth of the experience, I love to think about what they had mentioned. They said that our life here is so fast in perspective that even the lifetimes that are the most excruciating are just but a flash in time. Anyone will do anything for just a rush of just a second of pain. It's not that long. The risk and pain could be great, but over in flash. But here on earth, we look from the lens of time and we forget that we wanted to feel even some of our most challenging experiences. So perhaps that's the point of being present for them. If we get to choose while we're here what we want to do, we get the opportunity to see things simply, 
Suffering is just a part of life the same way unimaginable beauty is. The yin and yang, the light and dark, the relationship between the gardener and their thorns. We have the power to choose how we see it. We can make it complicated and take time convoluting every circumstance, making it about our personal failures and how we're not going to fuck it up this time and carry this thorn as the bane of our existence, trying to exercise it through complicated lists of resolutions, trying to fix ourselves yet again. Or we can look at the thorn and say, if I'm going to garden, if I'm going to dig deep and plant seeds where I haven't before, this is just a part of it. This is just a part of my growth. This thorn is proof that there is progress and not that this thorn is trying to prove that the world is out to get me or that I'm a failure or that I should never try again or I should make it my life's mission to try the hardest that I've ever tried ever again, ever, 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 ever. No, there's relief in becoming neutral. Life just is filling your blank at times. And isn't that the experience you came here for? If I can give you any resolution this year, it is to be kind to yourself, to give yourself more grace than you ever have because you are becoming who you're meant to become and you're not meant to become perfect. And that is what makes you so unimaginably beautiful. hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with someone you love. And if you're interested in becoming a client for energy coaching or card readings, find me at thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do and to book your own session. And don't forget to add me on the lovely Leah on Instagram for daily content and inspiration and hang out with me on Patreon. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you.